Hi guys, welcome to Rise with Siba self-care podcast. I am your host Siba. This podcast will help you take better care of yourself and those around you. In this podcast, we will be talking about different self-care ideas that will help you improve your emotional, physical, psychological, social and spiritual health and everything in between. Information shared here is mainly coming from personal experiences and should not be taken as prescription. The information shared here are self-care ideas for coping with life. So I hope you guys will enjoy this podcast and you will leave here feeling lighter and better than you were. Moreover, remember that self-care is intentional effort directed at improving the quality of your life. Otherwise, please share the podcast with those that are around you. Don't forget to subscribe or follow. Thank you so much for coming through. Let's get right into it. So today I'm writing solo and today's topic centers around setting boundaries. I think a big part of self-care is knowing how to set healthy boundaries and so in this season I thought it will be important for me to extensively um, go on to discuss the things that we need to learn to say no to. Therefore on this month's things to say no to, we are saying no to procrastinating, no to perfection and finally saying no to negative self-talk. I'm hoping that each month I will have Three things that I can talk about that speak to things that we should say no to and things that we should set boundaries in. Of course, um, this will be advice that I have either experienced or gone on to research and found ways in which we would deal with such things. And some things will apply to you and some may not. But I think it's important for us to know, even if we haven't dealt with the situation, so that when the time comes and we are faced with a situation, we'll be able to deal with those situations fairly and squarely. So I would say um, right now I will be discussing practical examples on how to approach different situations so do take your notepads out and be ready to take down some notes and so the first topic is procrastination so here i will say stop thinking and start doing that's the main point of procrastination stop thinking and start doing We all have goals that we want to achieve in our lives. So these goals may include starting a business, taking on a new hobby, eating healthier or exercising, often becoming a better parent or starting a course that you've been wanting to to start or even saving more money. But there's a point when you need to stop planning and actually follow through the plans with action. Perhaps you've been under the guise that you need more information and you go on to research and research about 
the goal that you want to achieve i am here to tell you that you should stop stop learning indefinitely this could be something that you are using as a crutch um, to support you in action and yes i've said it stop you could be using learning as a way to avoid taking action on your goals and interests and that may be something that is setting you back indefinitely and causing you anxiousness and eventually would cause you depression because you you just in a fear zone so as people we often hide behind information and use learning as an excuse to delay the more difficult and more important choice of actually doing something you need to spend more time actively practicing and less time collecting passive knowledge they say the best knowledge is acquired on the field of doing so i'd advise that whatever you know you probably know enough to start so start from there but sometimes we procrastinate because we don't know much about our interest to this group i say to you start asking around use that google or opera mini app that you have on your phone or whichever web browser for that matter on your phone and ask the questions you have on your mind and see what pops up i promise you 99% of the time someone out there has written about what you want to know and therefore that information is free of charge and it would help you to start somewhere and i believe that is a great starting point actually and i want you to act on what you know the best place to learn like i said earlier is in the action field you will never know enough as information is ever changing in our society so you ask yourself how do i say no to procrastination number 1 identify your why identify your why number 2 is find the necessity in the things you set out to do number 3 find enjoyment in the things you do and number 4 find yourself an accountability partner this will help a great deal in making sure that you actually push through past the planning phase and actually take action So there's a quote that I want to express and it says it is not death that a man should fear but he should fear never beginning to live that was said by Marcus Aurelius and let me just repeat the saying it says it is not death that a man should fear but he should fear never beginning to live What that said to me is that we need to stop letting the fear of the unknown drive us to it, to inaction and start living and creating the life of our dreams. Truly speaking, um the ball is always in our court. We always have the the agency or 
the power to choose. And you must know that not choosing is actually a choice. Not making a choice is actually a choice. So never think that you don't have a choice in anything in your life. We always have choices in our life. Topic number two is perfection. I think this is actually one of my favorite um, topics because it's something that I did struggle with um, in in my life as well as, as as procrastination. But I think perfection was one of my biggest struggles. And the main point here is don't waste time on perfection. Good enough is good enough. So let me repeat that. Don't waste time on perfection. Good enough is good enough. This speaks to how you see and treat your goals, yourself and those around you. You must be content with with the good enough that you've produced. And obviously, we always want to to associate ourselves with our personal brands or our work to be of excellence. But when you know when your when your when your work is excellent, it's it's excellent. You don't have to go over and try to achieve a fairy tale. So how do you say no to perfection? Number one, when you when you have goals to achieve, create a habit of releasing or publishing your work every day, whether you do it publicly or not make a habit of writing it down that helps you with getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and creating that accountability partner relationship with those who know your goals and then number two is make your deadlines tighter and share with others the unfinished products for feedback this could help give you you direction as to whether you are heading in the right direction or not um, instead of wrecking your brain about it all and getting overwhelmed so it's important for you to share with others just for feedback and whatever feedback that they give just know that it is feedback in good faith obviously I'd, I'd imagine when you, you do share your your work or your unfinished product to people, it, you are choosing people that are honest and people that won't say the nice things just for the sake of saying nice things, but also people that are in your good corner, people that support you. So that's very important. Number three, I'd say, Embrace your authenticity and know that you or other people do not lose value when you are in your bare and authentic state. It's important for us to, to never uh, lose sight of who we are and embrace our authenticity. And the supporting quote for this is, perfection is a disease of a nation. You guys know who said this. I mean, <laughs> the queen. <laughs> Beyonce said it best when when he when she said, 
Perfection is a disease of a nation in the song Pretty Hurts. And then another quote, I have two quotes in in this topic. Another quote that I really like is Perfection is the enemy of progress that was said by Winston Churchill. Let me repeat. He said perfection is the enemy of progress. Topic number three which is negative self-talk so the main point here that i want to highlight is be positive don't prejudge and self-loathe rather seek improvement let me repeat that be positive don't judge and self-loathe rather seek improvement it is true that we become the stories we tell ourselves and if you tell yourself every day that I'm bad at driving, then you'll be bad at driving. I mean, you, you, you tell yourself that story every day. But if you tell yourself, I am great at driving, you are most likely to seek improvement, to follow your belief, to make sure that your belief is, is real and it's something that some other people can also attest to. So be kinder to yourself and seek improvement. There is always room for improvement, no matter who you are. There's always room for improvement. So how do you say no to, to negative self-talk? Point number one is replace saying sorry with saying thank you for then you go on then number two is build your awareness in identifying destructive speech that may contribute to lowering your self-esteem i think this is very important be aware of the people around you how they speak to you what they say to you is their speech a destructive speech because we are people that internalize things that are said to us so it's important that we we become cognizant of our surroundings even what we say to ourselves we must be able to identify destructive speech number three is be attentive on the way you talk to yourself i guess already spoken to um to this point above but yeah be attentive to the way you talk to yourself and especially your words and your tone i believe words have a power if i don't say those negative things to the next person why should i say them to myself so treat yourself with the same kindness you would treat other people and number four is observe and notice your feelings don't judge them oh my goodness i can't emphasize how important that is to observe and notice our feelings and not judge them. I think one of the mo most important things is that when you feel some type of way, you have to be able to identify those feelings. If you feel sad, say that I'm, feel I'm feeling sad, but don't judge your feelings. Um, you're human and you're allowed to feel a certain way at a certain time, at a certain point in your life. And... It's just a matter of you being able to identify those feelings, saying them for what they are. Don't um, sort of, you know, push them under the rug because they are meant to teach you something. 
And so if you judge them, you most likely won't uh, learning anything from those feelings. So observe and notice your feelings, but don't judge them and learn something from your feelings and find out the reason why you're feeling that way. And number five, be intentional, not habitual with your self-criticism. So we are more intentional. It's a, I, I think it's a good thing for us to be self-critical. It's important, especially when we are doing our journaling, to taking stock of how we've been through the week and what, what habits have we gained and what habits have we, have we let go of. Um, it's important then to be intentional. I guess that would be an, a way of being intentional about our self-criticism when we are journaling down our feelings and just um, looking back at the week and what we, had, we have done and be able to take something from our week. You know, we learn something every day about ourselves during the week. And yeah, so the supporting quote for the last point is just remember someone loves everything you hate about yourself. This is true in every aspect, literally. Um, I think I remember there was a point in my life where... I didn't like my legs. Oh my goodness, guys. And I was in one of these, um, I was in a conference and I was in a conference with a group of my colleagues and peers. And I was walking ahead of them because I was rushing off to, I think we were going to get food and I was walking in front of everyone. Oh my gosh, that sounded so bad. I was going to get food. <laughs> That's how, that's how much I love food. But anyways, that we are not there, guys. That's not where we are. So I was ahead of the group. And they said to me, oh, my goodness. Obviously, they were looking at my legs. And most of them were guys, just to, Well, and girls as well. I think girls, we should do more better in, in actually complimenting each other. But anyways... One of the guys was just, was just like, oh my goodness, look at your legs. You've got such beautiful legs. And I was just like, and there was no way for me to actually hide my legs because obviously they're there. And I mean, I wasn't wearing um, uh, jeans or pants. I was wearing a skirt. And they were like, oh my goodness, do you play any sports or you've got beautiful legs? And I was just like... Wow. Okay. Thank. Well, I did say thank you, but in my the, the the in my head the the conversation that I had was, oh, okay. I've never looked at it that way. I've always thought my legs were ugly, and that was the sec the negative self talk talk that I had been giving myself about my legs, and that's when I started to actually change my mindset around it it took an external factor for me to start looking at my my legs in a different light 
Thank you so much for listening. That will be the end of today's episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. Share the podcast to help others find it and rate and review the podcast. Till next time, take care.